of hope, help, and health. Sometimes we'll have guests that give us great information, help us in the world of health and health care, as well as ways to find hope through that information. So as a personal, as a personal, as a person myself battling stage four cancer, I wanted to bring a platform to you that would specifically bring hope as well as help. That can be done through special guests, information I have been able to locate and information from emails and messages I receive from you, our listeners. So uh, you can always email us right here at community at godsgotthis.love for questions, comments, or even some content. You may have some information you'd like to share with me that could be something I would use for a future episode of a Hope Revealed podcast. That'd be fantastic. Um, on today's episode, we're, we're going to talk about what in the world is life transformation and why do I even need it? Is it some sort of like Star Trek thing, this life transformation, like beam me up, Scotty, or, or what? Some kind of weird, right? Well, we're going to go from weird to wonderful, about 110 miles an hour, since this broadcast is also during Valentine's Day week here in the United States, a holiday that several celebrates love and relationships. We're going to dive into the word intimacy. You can break it up a little bit and say it a little different, and it will be into me see. Intimacy, into me see. I'm also doing something a little different today. I am filming this uh, live as I'm doing the, the podcast for you, so I'll be able to upload the video version of this on our God's Got This channel on uh, YouTube. So uh, we'll have both places for you to be able to see and also to listen because we've got some guests that are going to be ready to come on shortly to the podcast, and I'd like to be able to share them with you. So we'll have that on our, our God's Got This channel as well. So I'm hoping that'll be a blessing to you. Um, we're going to, like I said, jump into this whole thing about intimacy and kind of finding out what all this stuff is from these words we hear, especially around the first of the year about transformation and people use it in marketing and business and, and all kinds of stuff. So what in the world does that possibly mean for us? All right, so friendships, they're, they're a source uh, of both joy and, and heartache, right? I mean, we all have relationships, and sometimes they're fantastic, and other times, you know. <laughs> so women, uh, they have a greater need for friendships than men do, and I would say some men might argue that point. Uh, we like friendships and relationships a lot, too. But there is a difference. I'm going to go into that a little bit. Uh, they have a greater need for friendships than men. Most 
Most women's friendships actually run deeper. Men like to do things with friends and women want to know things about each other. They like to do things together too, like shopping, but they, they want to talk while they do it. So girls are naturally drawn to each other. You know, a girl's first experience with heartache might, might not have been the boyfriend. It might have actually been the loss of her best friend, right? Sorry, guys. When friendships are lost, women grieve. Women don't just grieve for the friendship, but, but also for the secrets that are shared, the, uh, the trust that was given, the acceptance that was enjoyed in the relationships. If, if that's betrayed, then, then the pain really, really runs a lot deeper. No one can cause you more harm than someone that you've trusted in so deeply. Your best friend in school knows who you're afraid of, who you really secretly like, right? She knows you still keep your Barbies in your room and you cried for a week when Sean Cassidy got married. For those younger viewers and listeners today, he was like a modern day Nick Jonas or Zac Efron. I don't know. I'm not a really big follower of who's the best guy out there right now, but you get the idea. Someone like that. So cut me a break. I'm, I'm an old guy. <laughs> she knows uh, your mom drinks. And you came close to letting your cousin do you-know-what with you. Mm-hmm. I think we get the picture. Most recall a time in school when a friend we trusted proved to have loose lips. You know that whole statement, loose lips sink ships? It's like a, a knife, and when it starts to cut through, it's, it's like the creation of the mask. The you you're willing to let the world see, we hide behind our masks, thinking we're better off, but, but we lose so much. If no one knows I'm struggling, I deny them the chance to minister to me and to, and to keep me accountable. So I, I lose the good advice of mature Christians, not to mention their prayers when I'm just hiding behind something because I'm too embarrassed or ashamed to let people know what's really going on in my life, right? So how it started and how it was reinforced, we, we want to look at how we can take the mask off and really start to be real. From weird to wonderful we're talking about today, we're talking about intimacy. We don't want to risk letting people see the bad stuff. If we let people see just the good stuff, if we never let them see the bad, we will be accepted and enjoy good friends. That's sometimes what we think. It's just, if I just show you the good part of me, you'll love me. If you know about the bad stuff, you might not. Sometimes it's hard to let people know about the bad stuff sometimes, you know? But we, we may miss out on some, some pretty big blessings when you hold back. So if you're being accepted by people because of the false front that you present, then deep down, you know it's only the false front that's really being accepted. It's not really you. The, the real you, you'll remain alone. And you know it, especially when you go home at night. It's like, mm. that's why so many women who we see as picture perfect, now they're struggling with deep, deep insecurities. So how do we start it? Okay, good question. I'm glad you asked today. Because, and before we can allow others to see the inside of us, we, we really have to accept who we are. If we're not comfortable with who we are on the inside, we'll, we'll always hide, always hide behind walls. And I lived all my childhood without God in my life, and, and when my eyes were spiritually opened, 
um, I was all at once just really, really broken. I was convicted. I was all kinds of things, but I was also, I was also accepted. I was, I was amazed that God would love and accept me just like I was. I, I was not a good person. And I had on the outside, that mask part seemed pretty nice. I was a fun guy, funny, and people trusted me. But on the inside, a lot of people didn't know I had problems with drugs and alcohol and running around on, on women and all kinds of stuff. It was, it was not a good, not a good person, not at all. And I'm very grateful that I was able to come to Jesus and he, he transformed. There's that word. He really transformed my life. Um, he, he delivered me from, from an incredibly horrible life and almost and no doubt could have and I, I would have been killed had I not given my life to Christ. I was in some bad stuff. I'm very grateful. 1 John 4, 9 through 10 in the New Living Translation says, This is real love. It's not that we loved God, but that He first loved us. Man, I could just imagine the life I was living, the stuff I was doing in God because he first loved me, watching me make the choices and decisions that I was making when he had a plan for my life. Like the one I'm living in now. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably missing it some areas still right now. There's things he's going to try to work with me and, and show me. I mean, I know I could be a better husband for sure. Better father, no doubt. I mean, there's some things that he could work in my life and, but back then, you know, he's like, man, you could have had all these things at this time, but you had to wait all this time down here because of all the things you're doing over here. And I'm so grateful for his grace that he first loved me. If it wasn't for that, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast today. That's for sure. God loved me before I ever loved him. He's the one who initiated the relationship. God didn't wait for me to clean up my act so he could love me. I was a rotten person with all kinds of emotional baggage and bad habits. I tell people all the time, it's like, have you ever gone fishing and caught a perfectly scaled and filleted fish? That's not how they come. It's a fish. <laughs> you catch it and then you clean it. And thankfully, that's how the Lord works. He's not worried about us cleaning ourselves up to come to him. He is ready to take us just like we are. and He can handle the rest. He's a pretty big God. Romans 5, 6 through 8 says, When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. It's amazing. God looked down on me when I was helpless, broken, spitting in his face, and guess what? He still loved me. If we can learn to live our life through his eyes, through the Father's eyes, we'll accept ourselves as imperfect people. We'll learn to accept others as imperfect people too. It's not just about us, but when we live in that posture, then we can learn to accept others that are imperfect as well. We'll be able to take off our masks and allow others to do the same thing. So back to that intimacy or in to me. See, right? Intimacy is, is allowing others to see what's on the inside. It could be a scary idea for a lot of us. Practicing intimacy with others is, is all about learning to be transparent. 
it's so easy for some folks' minds to go to one thing when I say intimacy, and that's part of it, but that is just, that's a minute part of what we're talking about today. Intimacy is a, a big, big word. It's about learning to be transparent, right? The only way we're going to learn to be transparent ourselves is by practicing acceptance of others. Hmm. So how do you respond to people who are being transparent? People who are letting it all hang out, right? No pretense or masks. Do you see the negatives in that person and then judge them right away immediately? Do you find yourself secretly wishing that they would just put their masks back on? Like, I can't stand this person now. I don't want to be around this person. They're driving me nuts. Just put the mask back on. I'll like the other person better. Hmm. Honestly, who hasn't really thought of something like that before? Sometimes it's just easier to not see inside of others. But that's just really selfishness when it comes down to it. That's, that's not the heart of our Father in heaven. He sees inside all of us and loves us anyway. Crazy, right? Come on, you know, you're listening to me right now. The junk that you have inside your head that no one on planet Earth knows anything about. Some of the stuff that you've done that no one on the planet Earth knows anything about. Yeah. He knows it all, right? That's amazing to think that through all that, that mess and that junk that's going on in your life, my life, he still loves us just like we are. So here's the deal. Love them too. That's what God does. All right, so here's what you do. Go, go to your bathroom today when we're done with the podcast and you go in there and look at yourself in the eye. Just look straight in the mirror. Look at yourself in the eye. And don't start thinking, well, at least I don't go around like that person or I'm not so bad compared to this person. That, that ruins everything. But here's what you do. You, you look and see the real you. See the you that's most definitely not perfect. Now love that person. It'll be a freeing experience for you. You'll be on your way to acceptance and accepting yourself and others. If if you're living behind a mask, I encourage you to take it off. Go to someone you could trust, maybe a pastor or a Christian counselor to start somebody. If you've been wearing a mask for long, you, you might need to do it slow. It sometimes might not be so easy just to take it straight off. That's okay. Just, just don't move backwards. Move forward. I've shared my insecurities with people in my life, and it's come to bite me in the tail sometimes. They've come back right against me. I've shared my dreams with people, and sometimes they've made fun of me. I've reached out in friendship just to be rejected completely. It sucks. I'm not lying. It really hurts, but for every time I've been hurt, I have a longer list of times that I've been blessed. I've made friends I would never have imagined. I've I've been amazed to see God use my testimony to give so many other people hope. I never would have expected that the life that I'm living now, I've been through some things and I've had some good in my life that only comes from him and he's used it in my life, but I just never saw the things that are in my life as good, as a blessing. And they really have been. I've met some incredible people that I'm so grateful to God that he's protected me and helped me through uh, my battle. And some folks have a hard time with me saying some things about that. There's some folks out there that really believe strongly in claiming and certain things you say with your words. There's power in the tongue. I, I understand that all. I also understand reality in the sense of, you know, if you're walking around and you have a cold 
and snot is running out of your nose down your face. Let's just be graphically real, right? Snotting it up, sucking snot, can barely breathe, eyes are watering, coughing and sneezing, and you're going to say, I don't have a cold. I'm not going to say that I'm healed. Okay, then when you're walking around and all this crap is on your face and your snot face, and people look at you saying that, it's just not real. The reality is, yeah, you do. However, there was a price paid for it. And I believe that by his stripes I'm healed. I believe that God has, has done something when he was on the cross and he said, it is finished, that he meant it. So I align with that. Now, sometimes it takes a minute for my stupid body in this fallen world, in this stuff that I live in, this flesh suit, to, to get in line. And during that period of time, as I stand in faith, I just keep walking in faith. Nothing wrong with saying you need, then don't take any cold medicine then, ever. Um, don't blow your nose. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. It's just, it's that simple. We make it so, so difficult sometimes. All right, so intimacy, it, it's not for every relationship. You don't have to lay your, your heart bare before everyone, right? You don't go down to the mailbox and go up to the mailman and go, hey, how you doing today? I'm fine, except, um, I don't know, I'm just thinking about cheating on my wife tonight. What? <laughs> I mean, just to, all right, you don't, obviously, it's, you know, you don't bear your heart with everyone. This, it's not even healthy. Intimacy is, is, is different for every relationship. I, I only have a, really a few close relationships in my life. There are people who I can, who I can go to with anything without being condemned or judged. I have other friends who I really love spending time with because we share similar interests and values. But I wouldn't talk to them about intimate subjects. Now, friendship just doesn't go that deep. It doesn't mean that I value other people more or any less. It doesn't mean that they're not good. I just have certain confidants that I share certain things with. I enjoy them on a different level. It's not important that, that, uh, that I'm intimate with a lot of people, just that I'm experiencing intimacy with some. It's important for your life. Relationships, they come and go. And I... I look back and see people who have greatly impacted my life. Many of them are not even in my life today because they might have moved. You know, with the ministry that I'm in now, unfortunately, I have people that are dying that I meet or I know uh, from stupid diseases. And it's tough to be so close to people and seeing them go. I don't know how some people in, in the healthcare business can do some of the things that they do. It's hard to have those relationships and then lose, lose the person on this earth, right? I'm so grateful for Jesus that, that when they know him, it changes everything. So um, I believe God, God does things for us in a different way. Um, he, he, he keeps me from leaning too much on others. Why? So, so that I will lean on him. Instead of becoming insecure and afraid to to really invest myself and put myself into to new friendships, I've come to see them as a gift from God for a season, especially since my battle with cancer. I've had that shift in my life where I can understand some of the values of things. We, we just don't know. And I've learned to, to see relationships as a blessing in a season of my life or, or my input is a blessing in the season of their life. That's where I count on Jesus to be the number one, right? It's about identity. We can talk about that another time. If you don't know Jesus this way, 
where you can really trust on him. It's a forever kind of love that sustains me through everything that I do. If you don't know that, I really just want to invite you to have an opportunity to know him like that today. And it's, it's pretty simple. It starts with a prayer. And I can pray it with you. Now, this is a recording, so you have a chance to play it back. And you can go slower if you want to. So here it goes. Dear Jesus, I'm not perfect. I mess up all the time. I'm not living my life the way I should. I believe what the Bible says about me and about you. Because of my sin, I, I cannot get to heaven on my own. But you came to wake away from me. You lived a perfect life. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. And you rose again. And you still live today in heaven. I ask you to forgive me, Jesus, and cleanse my heart. Cleanse it of the wrong that I've done. I ask you to save me and take me to heaven with you when I die. Thank you for being my Savior. Please, help me to live my life without masks. Help me to get to know you as my very best friend. Amen. It's that easy, folks. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or the first time in a long time, congratulations. It's a huge step. It's a big win. Wherever you live, there, there's some great churches nearby you can plug into. Tell someone there that you prayed to accept Jesus and you, you want to know everything there is to know about him. It's important to confess that. It's important to find the relationships and be intimate with some people, especially in church. So you can grow and learn more about Christ. You can also email us here at, at community at godsgotthis.love. I have a ton of resources available for you there on the website. Um, and I have a whole section there dedicated for just this. And it's the, the what's next section. Um, what's the next thing I need to do as a Christian? There's a whole information stuff in there about um, questions answered like how do I pray? I put that in there. What do I read in the Bible? How do I even do that? How do I start? What's it mean to study the Bible? Do I just start reading it? Whatever. I put the information in there too to get you going. It's all there. So you can go there and find how to get started and not feel awkward when uh, you try to go talk to somebody about it. So yeah, some people do. And I just want to give you the opportunity to have that. It's free. So, so how, how uh, can we go from weird to wonderful? How can we experience transformation in our lives? It's by the intimacy and ways of opening ourselves up to others that I just shared with you. I hope and pray that today's been a blessing to you. And before we go, I want to tell you a couple things. One, I'm super excited to share with you that I am now officially a published author. Oh man, it's been a long time and I'm so grateful that God has given me that opportunity. And now my book is available worldwide. You can go to Amazon.com. There's a few other places, Barnes & Noble, Apple Store, and we're getting ready to put it in a few other places. I'm pushing Amazon right now for the one reason. It'd be the one spot where we can have a bulk of sales, which helps me to become a best-selling author. When you go there and buy the book or buy books or tell people to buy a book, buy a book from that spot, then it promotes me in, this, in the ranks and I have an opportunity to become a best-selling author. And that would be huge for me and the ministry and I value and appreciate that so much from you. So please do that. You can go to amazon.com and look up Matt Crump, hashtag God's got this Matt Crump and you'll find me. Uh, there will be a link uh, in the podcast uh, directly to the page. And if you're watching here on our YouTube channel, I will have a link right here below 
uh, to do that. Probably up here on the screen somewhere as well, where you can click on it and go straight to the site to purchase the book and then share it with the world. Give it to everybody. Put it on your Facebook page, your Instagram, all that kind of stuff out there. I'd be so grateful for that. So many great things coming. I, I'm so excited to share with you a lot of stuff that we're getting ready to do here at Matt Crump Ministries and hashtag God's Got This. A few things that I'll start off with would be um, we've got a series we're doing right now, uh, a seven-day series on optimism. I've got a 30-day uh, a Facebook Live campaign I'm getting ready to do in a couple of weeks. We'll launch that uh, probably, I'll probably launch it maybe the first of March, but it might make more sense to just do it the whole month of March. And uh, it'll be every day, and it will be on our one channel on Facebook. It'll be on our hashtag God's Got This Movement group page on Facebook. Hashtag God's Got This Movement. It is a group page on Facebook. You have to apply to become a member of that page. Uh, you just put your stuff in there, and I'll, I'll approve you. And uh, it'll only be there, and there's going to be some incredible information and content just for you. Some great things that'll happen for some specials, a free book giveaway, a t-shirt, I mean, all kinds of stuff during the month of March. You'll hear all about it. I'll send it in my email. We'll put it up in the blog. Uh, you'll get all that kind of info. So check that out as well. I can't wait to do it and can't wait for you to be a part of it. It's interactive. Don't just go listen like you're doing this. Respond. Say something. It's like today on the podcast, please. Uh, you can go to my main podcast site at Podbean. It's godsgotthis.love. Yeah, godsgotthis.love.podbean.com. I know, long name, but uh, you can just have the link when you go to place. Just click on it, and when you listen to the podcast and you're done, make a comment, please. Uh, hardly anybody makes the comments. They tell me on Facebook. They say stuff, but if you do it there, it helps my ranking go up, and people actually know that somebody's listening to my podcast. And it's also available on iTunes, Matt Crump on iTunes, hashtag God's Got This. It is uh, Hope Revealed. I'm on there as well, and nobody's making comments there either. I haven't pushed it that much. I'm going to start doing that here shortly, so please do that for me as well. All right, enough of helping Matt stuff. I hope that I was a blessing to you today. And if you have any questions about anything I said today or stuff you want to go a little bit deeper with, feel free to hit me up again, community at godsgotthis.love. That's an email, and uh, I'll email you back, I promise you. All right, so here's what I want to share with you, what Paul said to us from God's Word in Philippians 4, 6-9. through Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what's true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me do, then the God of peace will be with you. And that he surely will, my friends. I hope and pray you have a much better view of intimacy into me, you see, right? That this week and that transformation can go from weird to wonderful, like 110 miles per hour in your life as well. So that being said, I want to tell you this. Don't give in. Don't give up. And never forget God's got this. Thank y'all. We'll talk to you next week. God bless you. Thanks for being a part of me today.